0: So, what is today's episode uh, brought to us by
1: what?
0: seltzer water, zero cal- calories, caffeine Kroger, Kroger brand. Yeah, Kroger brand. Mm, uh, Mandarin orange. How is it? It's
2: not horrible.
0: On a scale from one to ten. Uh, let's see. Uh, are we talking zero calorie yeah, drinks? Just, zero
3: calorie. Let's make it less complicated. On a scale from zero to five thousand.
0: Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That makes it much easier. Uh, it's maybe uh, four out of ten. Okay. 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 <laughs> five thousand. It was bad. four out of five thousand. It's, a, it's not something I'd ever consider buying.
2: So I have the the Pepsi Cola Soda Shop Cream Soda Cola.
0: Okay. What do you and rate that?
2: I, I wrote it for cream sodas. It's the best one. Is
0: it a cream soda or is it
1: Pepsi?
2: It's Pepsi Cream Soda. So mm. it's a Pepsi Cola I think it's better than the Dr. Pepper cream soda. I think it's better than all the other cream sodas that I've tried. I
1: think Fanta think cream soda is my favorite so far. But this is. This, between this and uh, like Barks, they're. This, this
0: almost cool. makes Pepsi taste good. The, yeah, the that's cream what I'm soda. Saying. It almost guess,
2: does. It's better than the Coke cream soda. Way better. Mm-hmm. We have a correction. Oh, Wait, we do those? Uh, I insulted. Um (laughs) or or Brian we'll call him Brian, sorry. Mm -hmm. Mr. Brian. When uh what did I accuse of him? I accused him of liking Short Round. I accused oh, him yeah. of liking uh-huh. Temple of Doom. Yeah, and someone else Temple accused him Doom. of
0: Short Round, round I, and I agreed. I thought that I was talking. I I was talking about my my son Wilder mm-hmm. pretending yeah, to be was, Short that's Round. That's what it is. But I know I know that Brian actually liked Short Round, and he said so himself.
2: He, he's lying because he did tell me that too. I remember, and then I ridiculed him so much. This is you know 25 years ago that I ridiculed. him. Him. I think that he changed his tune and in a sense um, I think he's still a liar now <laughs> <laughs> I can't forgive him because he, he even said he said you think how you think you remember what I liked oh. yeah I remember I remember <laughs> us watching him and me being like what you said that you love this one yeah.
3: Nathan, no. any any input on this one? Come on. No. Wait, I just think so that was condemning. the worst Temple of Doom, but I don't I don't condemn Brian.
0: Mm. No, I I think short round's kinda of fun too. Oh. Maybe. And my as I say, my I guess, son just loved him to death. So. I
3: guess I can't condemn
2: him, but I want to. You lose Dr. Jones. Listen, I just like to make people feel worse than me. To make myself <laughs> feel better. <laughs>
3: Welcome to another episode of Mom, I Joined a Cult. The only podcast about cults by an actual cult. Listen as we examine other cults, discuss what they did right and what they did wrong, and then build our own cult from the ground up. And now your hosts, Gunnar, Dawn, Thor, and Nathan. Today's cult began in 1926. A child was born, and there was a, a man named. Uh, Sai We're Baba. talking about Asian, the Asian continent, right? Indians. Indian, yes, in, in- yes. India. This uh, a man named Sai Baba who ha- who was a really good um, a guru, and he really brought people together. He had uh, he would sleep in a ashram, a Buddhist temple. What's an ashram? It's like a Hindu temple and then he also had ties with the catholic church he was just really well known and he kind of brought religion together in a in a place where they kind of fought in an old time period where they really fought against each other and so he lived back in 1900s 1900s and um, then he passed away and about 8 years after he was after he died Um, a boy was born in a kind of a really poor area of India and he, the area was so poor that they had water just a few months of the year and they would have to dig down and get some water. It was usually really muddy. It was just kind of like a really subsistent living, hard, just living off the earth, but really not making it very well. He, he was born in that kind of atmosphere when he was born, this is years afterward, They kind of developed a a mythos around him that he was born. His mother was a virgin. There were musical instruments around the house, and they began to uh, play play themselves. themselves. (laughs) And there was a cobra that was, which is a sign of you know someone is holy, uh, that had coiled up on the doorstep of the building where he was born. And he actually was—he's kind of a precocious kid he would actually preach to the other kids when he was when he was just 5 or 6 years old or 7 or 8 years old he was in school and they called him swami or guru which is you know they because he kind of acted like that he actually kind of had a little bit, bit of a mythos around him at that time because he would produce candy for kids or he said it was a miracle so he would like reach in behind someone's ear and produce like a little a little candy and give it to them and little gifts for, for people. And he was just kind of producing these miracles. This and is at five years old at, at a young age, at he started, he started doing some things. So he was really precocious at five, but it was when he was in school that these really manifested. And he started doing this more when he was about 14, he was stung by a scorpion. And he, it actually really affected him. And he went into kind of like a coma, not coma, but he had delirium, he had a high fever, and he started seeing visions. And he started speaking in some kind of tongues, an unknown language. After that, the miracles that he would produce became even greater. He said, I am reincarnated as Sai Baba. Sai Baba was a really well-known, he's in Eastern India, or S- Southern India and Northern India, there, this guru who had done all these great things that, and who had died eight years before he was born, he said he was in reincarnated form of, of him. And about 16 years old, he left home and said, I can't be here anymore. I have a mission. I have, my uh, followers are waiting for me. My devotees are waiting for me. And so he left home. Wow. He, yeah, pretty, pretty amazing. So he developed kind of like a... His religion or the ideas weren't traditional to that area. Some of them were Hindu. He had some Muslim uh, ideas. He had some Buddhist ideas. He had some Zoroastrian and Christian ideas and New Age ideas that he kind of mixed together to form his own kind of belief system. And they kind of evolved over time. And so he was 14. He didn't really have a lot of teachings. It was mostly miracles that he would do. And a lot of the miracles were... Producing gifts for people, talismans mm. that would protect them. Talismans. Talismans. You say yeah. talismans or it's talismans? Talismans. Yeah. I I say talismans Do yeah. you? Talisman. Uh huh.
2: That's what I say. What is okay. it?
3: I said talisman. I could be wrong.
2: Is it? I think it's talisman.
3: Yeah, talisman.
0: Nathan said
2: something wrong. No, no, it wasn't me. And
0: I think you think it's really talisman. No, I I I've always heard it as talisman.
2: I thought it was talisman.
0: Yeah. Listen, Brian Gibbons says, "Tells me, does he? okay." <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I can trust him now about Indiana Jones. It's just too much. Too much. And this it- sounds a lot like our cult. Just so you know, listen. Everything that you've said so far, we perform miracles. We give people the gift. Of, yeah, we do. The miracle is that you hear us. Don't give me that look.
3: Every, every podcast is a miracle that we get it. <laughs> every
2: podcast
0: is a miracle.
1: Given how how lazy Listen, we it's, are, that it's a miracle, we get is a miracle. it out. Yes,
2: we take. We take t- our teachings are from all over the place. They're from they're from other religions. And then gold. we spin them into gold. And they get spun yeah. into right. gold.
3: And so uh, he, <laughs> he developed this starting at age 14, but progressing throughout his life. And so born in 1926. And he started getting, in a really young age, in his 20s, started getting devotees and people following him. And he started an ashram, which is kind of like a temple or place of learning. And he taught people. And a lot of his teachings were, he taught this mishmash of different religions, but then really what it was about was his personality, of personality cult, and him producing miracles. And some of his miracles, because he was born in the age, in this modern age, of video and newspapers and a lot more, a lot more evidence-based and scientific-minded people and skeptics uh, watched those A lot of his miracles, Mm -hmm. you could totally tell, Mm -hmm. were him kind of of sleight-of-hand things, Mm -hmm. doing magic. He he didn't have, like, a box that he stuck swords through or anything like that. No. Like, one of his miracles was someone lifted up an urn upside down, and he reached his hand in it and then pulled out, and ash started flowing from it. Mm -hmm. And then it would stop, and then he'd put his hand up again, and he'd stirred around, and then ash would come down, and it looked like it was more... Ash then should be in the, the in the, in the pot. That's a good one. I like it. It was good. They captured some of it on video where he would kind of put his hand in his pocket mm-hmm. or he'd touch some object and then he'd come out and he'd rub his fingers together and then he would touch people's foreheads and mm-hmm. Ash would be, he'd make little marks on their foreheads of the sacred Ash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he did a lot of them where he would, you know... Some kind of sleight of hand where he was touching something and then he'd, he would produce a necklace for mm-hmm. someone, a mm-hmm. gold necklace, yeah. and then a gold watch for someone else. Mm-hmm. And one of his devotees even said he invented a new brand, a new kind of Seiko watch before Seiko even came out with it. <laughs> and uh, and some people, because this is in the age of where you can't just produce miracles and not be questioned about it, mm-hmm. people were like really closely looking at his videos and they going, oh my gosh, this is him mm-hmm. reaching into his pocket. He mm-hmm. shakes one hand, reaches into his pocket with the other one, produces yeah. the object. And anyway, but some people were really touched by it. And I think with this with this cult, I think it's on the... It's on the verge of being. Is this a cult? Is this a religion? Is, or is this it a parlor trick? Or is it a parlor trick yeah, that just all that people have. really believed in? Uh-huh. But he um, he he did this to whip for thousands and th- and even actually well tens of thousands even yeah. millions of people yeah
1: t- tons of followers yeah
3: we'll talk about his some of his beliefs and that kind of stuff but he produced materializations of holy ash. Uh, necklaces, watches. He barfed he was, up eggs. He was clean. I don't think he did. That.
1: He <laughs> no, no, was clean. He did. He, he um, would. I saw a couple of videos right uh-huh. before this. And there were like three different occasions where he would be sitting there doing nothing, looking like he was ha- having indigestion. Mm-hmm. And then he'd bring a handkerchief up to his mouth and go. And then he'd pull out a golden egg out of the handkerchief. Mm-hmm. Like. Like it came out of his mouth, uh-huh. and they would show it at different camera angles, and he didn't even open his mouth big enough to let an egg come out. But so it was kind of maybe see in him the, kind of reaching in the handkerchief. You know, yeah, putting it. He had it in the handkerchief all the yeah. time. Yeah,
3: yeah. But he really created a lot of good too, and we'll we'll talk about that. But he, um, in fact, let's t- let's talk about it now. He he opened twelve hundred. Satya Sai Baba centers. So his first name was Satya, and Sai Baba was this master that he that died eight years before he lived, mm-hmm. and he took on his name. So it's Satya Sai Baba, and the centers are Sri Sat, Satya, Satya Sai Baba centers. Or you know, Sri means kind of like it's a term of respect,
1: mm-hmm. and Baba means father.
3: Yeah. What? Well, why are these centers so awesome? They. I mean, just teaching some of his teachings. And then oh. he, so he, he opened these. That's not the cool part. Okay. I think it's, it's good that he, he had a huge influence over in 126 countries, uh-huh. these centers were. So he was a, he's was a really big uh, influence. He opened free hospitals, uh, clinics. One of his big projects was, was people would give him, and you can see in some of his appearances, uh, that... He would go out into a crowd and people would hand him things and sometimes it was money usually it was envelopes but people gave him a lot of gifts and he did have a lot of material possessions but he opened up he gave he donated, donated seven million dollars to help that area where he grew up that didn't have water to dig down into an old riverbed produce like You know, get water out. He drilled for water and then had it go to like 70 different villages Mm -hmm. and really helped millions of people. And uh, he had a university there that um, didn't cost as much as as other universities and auditoriums and uh, actually produced a lot of good in this world. But when you look at the video in Mm -hmm. slow motion, it's pretty easy to tell that he was Mm -hmm. reaching into his pocket or someone would give him. An object and he would take something from underneath the object and mm-hmm. pass it over here and then he had a watch in his hand and he produced this watch as a talisman to give to someone
1: talisman and uh
3: anyway really interesting so he lived his life died in 2011 so within our lifetimes people swear like they'll gather around in some of his appearances and, you know, he had produced these miracles. He did one where he lifted himself off the ground and appeared to levitate. Mm -hmm. And people swear when they went there and they actually saw him do it. Even people who couldn't have possibly seen him because they were so far back (laughs) in the crowd are like, yes, I saw him Mm. levitate. And it just kind of reminds me of the old gurus that had produced miracles and how, If this happened in ancient times, how this religion really would have taken off. Right now, there's tens of millions of people who still believe in this, and so we're talking about a we're talking about a religion here. But it did start off as as a cult.
2: Well, do they believe in him, or do they believe in the
3: teachings? It's his teachings, but he was so he was such a figurehead, and was. Was really it really was a cult of personality because he he really shined through. So when they listen to when they when you go to one of these centers, it's all about his teachings. It's all about videos of him. But it's not it's not about Mm -hmm. anything new.
1: uh, one of the videos I saw said that he claimed to also be the second coming of Christ.
3: Yeah, he was. He said he was an avatar Mm -hmm. of this person of Buddha, Mm -hmm. Christ, the first sai baba uh all these teachers and he was just the latest incarnation and he even said after i die in eight years in this neighboring district someone else will be born and take take my place no one has i don't into my knowledge no one has done that
1: nobody's claimed it yet
3: what he left though so he left <clears throat> between Nine so people were giving him a lot of money to do these mm-hmm. appearances and everything. He, he had between nine and thirty-one billion dollars. Oh wow. wow! Is this
2: uh, Indian dollars or no? American? This was um,
3: this this is U.S. dollars. Whoa. And um, along with that, so he when he passed away, his uh, he so he said he was going to pass away at ninety-six. He had this vision. He goes, "I'm going to be healthy until I'm ninety-six, and then I'm going to die," and. He died at 85, and so what the what his devotees are said was, well, if you count lunar years, then he only lived he lived about 96 years. Yeah. So he so they kind of made the details yeah. fit the outcome. Um, but he left so not only all that money, but 500 pairs of shoes, <laughs> thousands of silk sorry so he would wear a, a, a sorry uh, uh mm-hmm. wrap wrap around dress mm-hmm. kind of thing dozens of bottles of perfume 750 white robes 7.8 million dollars in gold jewelry silver and cash at the time of when the CIA was headed by Hoover mm-hmm. they wrote up stuff about him because they're like he is going to he's a big deal in India and mm-hmm. they said this is going to be... You're looking at the formation of a modern religion right now. Mm-hmm. And they were kind of... Not afraid of him, but they were afraid of him as they're afraid of Martin Luther King. You know, Martin yeah. Luther King had...
1: Keep an eye on him. Yeah. Something, they did could definitely happen.
3: keep an eye yeah. on Martin Luther yeah. King. Um, so his... You know, as I said, his beliefs were Hindu, Muslim, um, Buddhist, Christian, and Zoroastrian. But they were kind of new agey kind of thing. But his... Mantra that he wanted everyone to follow was love all, serve all, help ever and hurt never. That's good. Okay. That's good. Yeah, I can. I can.
2: I can totally. That.
3: The original Sai Baba didn't really write much, and actually, neither did this Sai Baba. His devote his devotees wrote about the religion. They weren't really that close. I think he just kind of. He must have heard the name at 14 or 15 mm-hmm. years old and said he was the reincarnation. I mean, I'm taking the view that that he wasn't, he wasn't mm-hmm. but that he just kind of oh, came up with this of idea. of faith, Nathan. And then kind of built on that foundation.
0: So he, any other religious, anything that marks him as like being a cult? Well, he so, did have... Like, at, you know, strangling chickens or... Yeah, it's well, funny. You should. You not should all mention.
2: cult are about death,
0: Thor. Oh, well, okay. okay. Uh, Worshipping goats. So he had this. Oh, wait, that's our cult. Sorry.
3: He had this. <laughs> he had the sleight of hand going <laughs> on. So he was kind of. He, there was allegations of sexual abuse, but those were. They we couldn't prove. He was investigated for money laundering because he did receive a lot of cash from different people, and some of it may not have been on the up and up. Uh, fraud. And he even had, because he he was pretty powerful in that area. He had so many people who were following him. They kind of had, kind of fought to be close to him and to be uh, leaders in the his echelons disciples. Disciples. Kind of his disciples. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they, they were several camps that didn't like each other. And one of one of them broke into his his uh, ashram or his house and uh, wanted to kill him. Somehow. Some of his other devotees were in there, and there were a couple murders that happened to keep him and the right people in power. And so they were kind of like, "Did
0: he was he involved in that?" They weren't really sure. But the reason why I picked this was it's kind of just just a second. Is this the guy with the funny sayings that you like? No, but (laughs) this is the guy.
3: If you saw his hair, you would think he is. He is a master of levitation <laughs> because his hair is. He's got big hair. His hair is bigger than yeah. my head. Yeah, it was he's got like a t- ten-inch
1: afro. Oh
3: man, uh-huh. this so he, thing defies like gravity. Fletch
2: when Fletch plays basketball. Basketball, totally. Mm-hmm. Five, mm-hmm.
3: five nine, five or six, six two with afro. Yeah, whatever yeah. that meant. Um, <clears throat> Anyway, but it is kind of like a religion, you know, very modern. The only reason I don't think it, this could be, could get bigger later on. just really, he died in 2011 and these places, these centers are still open. And uh, so we are looking at either something that will die off in a little bit. They've kind of decreased a little bit already. Or this is another, this is a major religion in the making. Because he really had the millions of followers now. And centers around the world, and billions of dollars in the account where he, that that are did, uh, for education. Did
0: he have a wife and kids that got the money, or what?
3: Nope, they all went to his uh, his institute institutions.
1: Sleight of hand and magic are pretty common in cults. The one I came from, uh, RB, was he didn't make any secret about that he used his his magic. Um, Stuff to get through college. He would have regular magic shows, but knowing that, it puts a lot of his um, miracles in perspective. Yeah, I mean,
3: Um, he wrote a couple of a couple of things that I want to I want to read. Him, his sayings were really could be interpreted in a lot of different ways, and Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like a little bit like Deepak Chopra, but he did say some people out of their mean mean-mindedness are trying to tarnish the name of sai baba i am not after name and fame so i do not lose anything by their false allegations my glory will go on increasing day by day it will never diminish even a bit if they were to publicize their false allegations to the whole world in bold letters some devotees seem to be perturbed over these false statements they are not true devotees at all having known the mighty power of sai Why should they be afraid of the cawing of crows? One should not get carried away by all that is written on walls, said in political meetings, or the vulgar tells carried by print media. Um, This is after they did an expose on him doing the sleight of hand, and he's totally denied that he did interesting huh
2: no that's that's a perfect way of of saying of deflecting because then you make people say well you're not a true follower if you don't believe okay here's
3: here's something else he said jesus christ underwent many hardships he was put on the cross because of jealousy many around him could not bear the good work that he did and the large number of followers he gathered one of his disciples judas betrayed him in those days there was one Judas, but today there are thousands. Just as that Judas was tempted to betray Jesus, the Judases of today too are bought out out to lie. Jealousy was the is the motive behind the allegations leveled at him. Hmm. It's me.
2: interesting that you say there is only one Judas. That's that's like no there's people like that everywhere. Yeah, that's what there's he's saying.
3: There's, that, there's thousands <coughs> now. Well, no, he was then. saying now. No,
1: there mm-hmm. there wasn't
3: just one then. <laughs>
1: well, he's he's accuse, pre-accusing anyone who would doubt him yeah. of being a, a traitor.
3: Yep, and just say, well, if you don't believe me, if you believe these allegations, then you are you're not a true devotee.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep, you're either with me or against me. That's a, that's a common culty cultism. S- yeah. So
0: I assume most of his stuff comes from. Hinduism, yeah. It, so, is does he have in his religion? Are there Hindu gods in there and stuff like that? Or? Um, they don't worship them a lot, but it was kind of like a cult of
3: personality where he kind of took over some of what those gods' duties were. Hmm. So they weren't it, they weren't uh, as much of they didn't have as many gods. It was more hanging on his words, and his words were the law.
1: Why are uh, Godmen so? Prevalent in India, I've, I I saw. I mean, I was reading a, a Wikipedia page just on just look up Godman, and it'll it'll have like in parentheses India. There are dozens of them, and they they command the 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 respect and worship of thousands. Have I
2: told you guys how I feel about India? I can't stand that someone thinks that someone else is so enlightened because they went to India.
3: I think that they do. They do practice. I think our religion, or most people, I should say, worship on Sunday, and they will think about it throughout the week. But it's it's really they kind of it's part of, so ingrained in their culture. Yeah, and I think that we also in in you know, a Western society we are really pushed to perform to not just be all right with who you are but to get better I mean, we have the self-help self-help mm-hmm. section in every bookstore is huge and we're just trying to get to we're trying to be better people we're trying and none of us want to just be all right with what we have and who we are and a lot of indian religions teach the opposite of and really if you look at it, and some people say it's really to keep the class, the lower classes down yeah. and to let them, okay, just you can accept and be the best untouchable Indian from the lowest class uh, person, but just be the best one you can be. And it's kind of a way to keep them down. And um, But it's so foreign to Western thought that yeah. when we hear that, like, no, you should just be the very best gunner you can be. And that's like oh you know it just becomes a revelation and I think there's some there's something to be said about it but also there's something to be said about no. self improvement and wanting to be the wanting to be better mm-hmm. and break out of your of what kind of person you are and I've, I think that
0: when you go to a different culture you get culture shock sometimes you can find out things about yourself uh, introspective so yeah like that. uh, that's why I don't mind when people go to India or China, or something like that, and, uh, and figure out some things about yeah. themselves. I, I think that can be actually quite a good uh, a learning experience. Yeah. And an easy way to do it, as you're introduced to something that's completely different.
1: Right, you're reframing your worldview.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so I personally have no problem with people going to India and coming back, perhaps a little bit wiser.
2: No, I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with them coming back and wiser. What I have a problem with is when it's like this stuff is the divine truth. This guru, this person I talk to is so, he's above it. He's above everything and and that that whole mentality that comes back. And, and then those type of people tend to be pulled into a cold Easier than anyone else, huh. and it's it's the India thing where oh I'm so enlightened and and all this stuff, but they're giving you bullshit. They're giving you the Yoda saying. They're giving you the do do do. Or do not. There is no try. You know,
3: yeah, that, it that stuff is,
2: it seems, oh, so deep. And it's so, but when you think about it, you're like, that's a bunch of bullshit.
3: You know, no one ever goes to Canada and comes back completely enlightened. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> you no. noticed that? Like, <laughs> no. I've spent
0: seven years do, in Canada. Second. Weren't the Ant Hill kids in Canada? Yeah, they were. They were, uh, <laughs> no, they they were not wiser. Or they were enlightened. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. but maybe with a few missing limbs but we uh have the tendency to think that things from further away are better somehow exotic yeah it happens in Mm -hmm. nutritional supplements where we think okay noni from mm-hmm. Hawaii Ta- or, or Tahiti or yeah, Tah- Tahitian Noni mm-hmm. or
0: Mengelstein um, from this part of the world
3: or mm-hmm. whatever
0: they're. Uh, now, I've heard that as Americans, we want the Siberian uh, and the Asian ginseng, but in Asia, they want the American ginseng. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that is true. That so, which is kind of funny. Colty. And now we discuss what this week's cult did right and where they went wrong. I think the good is
2: I, I like that he gave back. I like that he yeah. created those
0: hospitals. That is obviously not things. a whole lot compared to how much he had. But sure, <laughs> I was going to do that in the bad. <laughs> okay, For he goodness. didn't.
3: Yeah, I I totally agree. He he helped with his universities and clinics and hospitals and the water project that cost. $70 million. Mm-hmm. He really did a lot of good in this world. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. He was able to change people's lives for the better.
1: Yeah. yeah, philanthropy is a is a way that people immortalize themselves, you know. They, they create a
0: legacy. It looks like he was pretty good at deflection, which is always nice.
2: <laughs> His hair. His, His, hair, hair. Oh, yeah. His
0: hair is good. That deserves... Um, that deserves a shout-out. That out. deserves mm-hmm. a shout-out. Yeah.
1: I, I, I watched a video of him... You know, giving a discourse. And, I mean, he spoke really fast in Indian. I was trying to read the subtitles and it was just going on. But uh, he was saying a bunch of nothing.
3: Yeah, just a lot of platitudes. But, I mean, you can learn from platitudes. I think we covered the good. What about the bad? Him making hospitals.
0: and
2: (laughs) And the reason why it's in the bad is because, like, that $70 million to do the water thing... That's like 25 cents of my money. Or maybe $5 what? or $10 of my money. <laughs> what? But this was about from about $32 billion, dollars, $70 million is a part of $32 billion? Oh, yeah. Oh, you yeah. mean that's the amount that he gave? That's oh, what yeah. I'm saying. Okay. In proportion he gave, to his total he gave $5 away.
3: Well, Maybe. He, he did leave uh, this foundation that still... Keeps his ashrams and different things. Did open. he
0: have a wife and kids at all? Then I don't
3: think he did. No. He just
1: had an afro, huh? Yeah, just he, he probably had a lot of lovers. That, uh,
3: yeah, there there was some sexual allegations, but who knows if they yeah. were founded or not.
1: Well, yeah.
2: my point is, is that yes, he he did do some good with it, but thirty-two billion dollars in your bank, like honestly, you could do so much more, and you're not using that money. You don't need that. Would you? Yeah, I would do yeah. a lot more. I would, I would keep I would keep some of it, of course. I would have my own ranch. I'd have my compound, and it would be nice. You'd I'm have a couple that.
0: billion, but then you'd draw the line. I would have a couple billion.
2: I'd have that, and I'd make sure that my family's taken care of. Um, those freeloaders, I'd make sure they had their money. <laughs> Whatever. Because <laughs> you know you're going to have them. Hell, it's all right. It's, it's nice to make sure that people are taken care of. I'd make sure that that's all taken care of, and then the rest of the money would be... All right, yeah, we're 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 gonna do real good. There's we're no... gonna build this up. We're gonna help this community. We're gonna, you know.
3: Yeah, there's no excuse for the seven hundred or who was it? Seven hundred or several thousand pairs of shoes and yeah. three hundred white robes and yeah. all these. And and they actually had a hard time when they went through his stuff. They were only able to do one room at a time and getting all the gold out. He
0: had gold jewelry gold gifts gold mm-hmm. bars money he, all he this You really shouldn't have more shoes than days of the year you yeah. really shouldn't
1: mm-hmm. he probably never wore a single pair of shoes more than once
0: and if
2: we remember right, the amount of days per year would be 200 <laughs> and...
0: 265, yeah. Oh, we're, we're not on the lunar <laughs> <right? laughs> uh, well, cycle. Uh,
1: <laughs> so I'm t- I'm torn between whether the sleight of hand magic was good or bad. Well, I I think you can... I like sleight-of-hand magic. I really do. I like it,
3: but if you're saying that, it's... It's a miracle. Yeah. 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 I think that, you know, he did so much good. I wonder Mm -hmm. if he really... If he thought... I think he thought that he was that person. Mm -hmm. And he was the reincarnation. And I think that in his mind, he was doing them to help these people believe. Like, okay, they're not going to believe that... Um, in my message if I don't produce miracles and make a spectacle Mm. out of this and I don't think he did it just for adoration Mm -hmm. and gain I think he did it because he's like okay well I'm going to help them believe in my message you know
2: yeah I don't know him well, but it was super dishonest I don't don't know I don't know him well enough I, I just don't feel like you have to do those things to to trick people to believe in your message yeah. Why why would you don't need to trick people to believe in your message. You give them the message and let them decide.
3: When you look at scriptures from any religion and then they're full of miracles no, that people do.
0: You're a liar. Am I? No, you're not. Okay. <laughs> no. You you are, but usually they're not sleight of hand miracles. Okay. People who in this crowd of people, see
3: they were they were asking around like what what did you see? And well, I didn't I could barely see him, but I really felt i know, i know that he was levitating at the time mm-hmm. and the less educated people are um, and the more prone they are to if they don't know about science i think that oh, they and think things superstitious. are superstitious yeah they're superstitious and they'll believe in these miracles and little things like that mm-hmm. like one person says oh yeah he levitated and a lot of people around them think the same thing i think those build on themselves and then over time 500 years from now 2000 years from now these things kind of have a yeah. way of building on themselves, right. and yeah, they'll
1: get and documented, and then they'll, they'll be canonized or cano- how do you say it when you're turning something into scripture? Yeah, canonized. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it's yeah. called. Yeah. Canonized,
3: and uh, and it will become. This may be the a modern a modern religion that we it happened in our lifetimes, basically.
0: Building a cult. And now we take from what we learned this week and build our own cult one belief at a time.
3: How about if we offered cuz his his necklaces and things that he offered were talesmen, ta- talismans. How do you say it? Talismans?
2: <laughs> yeah. So we're, we're going to name we're going to call them uh, <laughs> talismans. did, well, yeah, okay. They're not <laughs> talismans,
3: they're talismans of protection. And oh. so I know uh, I know a creator on Etsy who can create a talisman for Mm -hmm. us that we could offer on our website she does necklaces and that kind of stuff this will be the we need to come up with the name of it but this is the talisman of Ronaldo. no it's the talesman
2: talesman talesman? yeah we're gonna spell it you know what it should be
1: you know our symbol of the of the old-timey guy with the swirly eye i think it should be the swirly eye okay
3: i I think we can get this done and we can have it on our website. There may be only one. We'll see if we can get more available, but I know she can produce one. Any, anything? anything else we wanna take from this? That's, the
1: best might, thing. That's the, pretty
3: good. The miracles are kinda of cool. Slide mm-hmm. of hand miracles.
2: Uh, slide uh, of hand and talismans. Those are good. I just don't care for sleight of hand. <clears throat> well, talismans. Or talismans or I, I
0: love I love sleight of hand. No, oh, I care not, for it, I'm but I like, I like that people
2: know that you're doing it. I don't mm-hmm. like saying, it's a miracle. Have you yeah. seen,
3: one of the best shows on TV is uh, Fool Us by, with Penn and Teller. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, Penn and Oh my yeah. gosh, that's so good. <laughs> that is a
2: good one. And when that's they have...
3: Good. Sleight of hand guys are... I mean, the people who have like props and do all this stuff uh, um, with, with props, all their magic, uh-huh. I don't like as much. I, I'm with Thor. I like the sleight of hand stuff where they're... They, they are doing something that takes true skill, and I actually think when they were saying that Sai Baba from the age of when he was a kid, producing candy for kids mm-hmm. and different things, mm-hmm. I think he just was so good at it. They called him Guru, mm-hmm. and I think that he just took that to the next level, and uh, and that was his that was his magic. <laughs> you know? oh, totally makes sense. We hope you had fun with us as we explored
2: this week's cult. Join our adventure next week as we continue to build our cold one belief at a time. Until then, if you're going to join a cold,
0: join the nice cold. <laughs>
1: I remember when I was a teenager. My idea of like,
0: if I ever got really, really rich, I'd have you know where you could and uh, this uh, on the fridge where you could get water pouring out, I'd have another button where you could get orange juice that would just come out. I was like, that's... Orange juice. Yeah, orange juice. I like, oh, that's the dream, you know. That get is. the orange juice.
2: A lot of sugar. That, that is a lot, lot of sugar. sugar. I,
0: so my dream when I was a
2: kid okay, okay. was having a having an arcade and me living above the arcade, but I owned the oh, arcade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's great. Oh, cool. Yeah. Having Primal Rage in there, mm-hmm. Street Fighter 2, Mortal mm-hmm. Kombat. Frogger. So,
3: Rock, well, Frogger. <laughs> Wrong generation, maybe.
2: <laughs> Mrs. That, Pacman. That's, that's our generation. Oh, okay, I <laughs> know, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. No, not Frogger.
3: My dream was to live in the house that with Ricky Schroeder and Silver Spoons.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they had arcades. He had an arcade. He had, he had like a train. A train. Yeah. yeah I love awesome. that. I'm like,
3: man, if I could just be Ricky Schroeder. I've never seen that.
0: You know, Silver Spoons. You're not missing out.
3: Really? What?
0: Okay. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I have actually never completely watched a full episode of that. Okay. So, you weren't missing out. It was
3: no, horrible. You're not. Every episode <laughs> it was wasn't great. totally unmemorable.
1: <laughs> yeah. But that, you know, having a train, your personal train that goes into the backyard and back in the house. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty awesome.
2: This game must have been rich.
0: Okay, Dom. Yeah,
1: that's why it's called Silver Spins. Just like, rich kids. I don't
0: know. Okay, Dom, what was your dream? My dream. Uh, were-
1: I, I, I dreamed I had a pet unicorn, to be honest. Okay. <laughs> if
0: I were rich, I'd have a pet unicorn. It wasn't about rich. I it was just a
1: dream what I of
2: times gone by. I dreamed that Thor
1: would be forgiving. Only in your dreams. Only in my <laughs> dreams.
2: When I was um I don't know how old I was, maybe 12,
0: maybe When I was a young warthog. I might have told
2: you guys this story. I'm going to say it anyway. When I was a young warhog, when I was a young young child, and the Sega Genesis Dreamcast, oh, Dreamcast. had just come out, oh. or or Genesis? No, it wasn't Genesis.
1: Genesis was the console. Dreamcast no. was the handheld.
2: Was it? No, so. Dreamcast was the it was the the DVD one. Was it? It was one of the first DVD ones. I don't know. Uh,
0: Sega Genesis was the DVD. I
2: Gen- know it was DVD. it was in that time during okay. that time period. My friend was like, "Hey, yeah, my mom." My mom uh, is gonna let me buy, buy the Sega Dreamcast or whatever. And I'm like, oh, awesome! We can play games all night long. And he's like, only problem is is that they won't take a check for that much at the store. And I'm like, wait a second, because we had like we had in my room, uh, the boys' room. It was the dirtiest thing ever, and we had just boxes of books. Thor had boxes, banana boxes with books all lined in them. And his money from work, I don't know what he was doing with it, but it was all just laid out in them, just like kind of stashed around. Yeah, checks and... and and I didn't see checks, but I saw there were hundreds of dollars there. And I was like, I've got it. We're going to take this money. So we went and we grabbed, it was like 400, over $400 or something like that. I remember we, we grabbed it. And we and I brought it down and I was like, Hey look, we got the money, let's let's go do that. And um and his mom so we went and paid for it and his mom was like, Well let me write him out a check and I was like, uh, he doesn't know that I took the money <laughs> <laughs> So a few days later she'd gone to the bank that she got it and I and I put the money back. I was so terrified. But I told Thor about it later, and he's just like, oh, okay, whatever.
0: Yeah, uh, I... It, didn't it, even care. I don't even remember that, Gunnar. That's Such how little nice I cared. Brother. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, whatever. I do remember totally
3: scraping by when I lived with... We were living in the same house, Thor and I. Totally scraping by, and then we and then go you, into...
2: you started reading his books to get money. We <laughs> you know we went in...
3: Like, I was helping him move. We were moving or something, and then... He was using these uncashed checks as bookmarks. <laughs> like $1,400 here, $600 there.
0: Yes, that is true. I, I remember years later, like, thumbing through a book and finding money. He's like, hey, look at this. And a Susan was PO. She's like, what do you do with money? I'm like, this is like 10 years ago. She's like,
1: I don't care. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, yeah, I needless to say, I don't do that anymore. So dang no, and, it.
1: And, and you're right about the Dreamcast, it is a console. The Game Gear is what I was thinking of. So oh okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Well, thank you for making that correction, Don. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, that was
1: needed. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>